So who in here likes to eat at rallies? <laughs> Just me? Oh, Steve, all right. One other person? You know, a number of years ago, I like Raleigh's french fries, they're really good, but a number of years ago they had um, an advertising slogan, and it said, you gotta eat. Well, certainly, you know, nobody can argue with that. No food, no life, at least not for very long. But we believe in a God who, of course, promoted that idea long before rallies ever came up with that slogan. God has told us over and over and over, you got to eat. But of course, God wasn't talking about burgers or fries. You know, God was talking about something much more important. You know, good things to eat and drink appear very frequently in our scriptures. And we have two references, actually invitations to eating and drinking food and wine in our readings this, this evening, actually three of them if you count Paul's letter. And what is it when, what is it that happens when you eat and drink? You know, when you're nourished, you know, it lifts us up. You know, we process that and it helps us to have energy. We come here weekly to eat and to drink. To eat and to drink of Jesus Christ. And those of you who are here this evening, of course, all very familiar faces to me. And I believe you understand the value of what we do here. You know, the Eucharist changed my life. I think you probably wouldn't be here unless it had done the same or is changing your life now. You know, I, typical kid, teenager, sort of, you know, left the celebration of Eucharist for a while and floundered. You know, never got arrested, I can assure you of that. But, you know, I, I can say that I, I wasn't the best person I could have been. And I know that because of whom I have become, it is because of who I take in regularly. You know, if steak and burgers and fries and all those other good things, if we know that when we eat them, they become part of us and make us at least bodily into who we are, then it's the same for who we receive in this Eucharist, that he becomes who we are, we become who he is. You know, it's a profound mystery, but it's the truth. And it makes a difference in one's life. You witness to that. We find ourselves at a time in our history when 
we, as the body of Christ, are needed out there in the world. When who we are becoming because we gather around this table is important to the world. But we are becoming a band of fewer and fewer. Why? I have a hard time trying to figure that one out. Been working on that one for a while. You know, perhaps it has a lot to do with people just don't believe this. And so it's easy to walk away from. It's easy not to have to make and take a responsibility. Because if we are truly nourished by this Lord and God of ours bodily, and he becomes part of us, then we do have a responsibility to go out into the world and make a difference. And people just seem to be shying away from that more and more, being caught up in a, a world that's nuts and becoming more of that world instead of the world that we're called into with this Lord of ours. I mean, look how many blank spaces are in this church today. Not that 430 is always crowded, but, but it's, it's a scandal, really, a true shame. And, um, you know, I want to do something about it, and I, I hope that you do as well. You know, we have a responsibility, as I have talked from time to time, of evangelizing the culture, of not just sitting on our butts in our offices or our schools, our homes, and, you know, living out life free and easy, but of showing people in, again, what we have received and who we have become, that it makes a difference in our personal lives, that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and it makes a difference. And how can we help others to see that? Well, many ways. You know, you've got to be purposeful about it, certainly. You can't be afraid. You know, you've got to go out there and, and do the work. And, of course, that's not easy. And St. Pope John Paul II reminded us over and over and over again. He kept saying, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And that phrase is one of the reasons one of many, that I became a priest. Do not be afraid to, to do what I call you to do, to become whom I call you to become. And we have to not be. We have to move forward and move out into the world and change it. And we begin here by receiving this sacred and holy meal that is the body and blood of Jesus Christ and allowing it after it nourishes us to go out of ourselves and be this Lord. You know, there's a, a lot that needs to be done. I mean, if just our school parents and their children would come to Mass on Sunday, 
our church would be full. If all of our PRP parents and their children came to Mass, we'd have to be adding a Mass. Where are they? And, and I ask you, because I say it all the time when I'm with them, to help them to know what this that we do here means to you and invite them to come back. Now, I have a hard time understanding it. Their kids are in the school or PRP and they don't seem to get it. Other things are more important. And as we have a community that comes together and grows together, then watch out. See what happens in you know, this place where we live. It's already happening in good ways, but there's so much more if we were all here to do that. Last week at the Masses that I presided at, I began to talk about something called Alpha. And it's a process of evangelization that's been going on for a number of years now. More than 24 million people have gone through it in all different kinds of languages. It has enlivened their lives. People who then have come to the church or come back to the church or or have been inspired to become priests or religious. And we're going to begin this process here. And it's going to start with the RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. And, you know, we have more than 600 families in our parish here who one spouse is Catholic and the other is not. And I would hope that some of those non-Catholic spouses perhaps have been thinking about becoming Catholic or just wanting to look into it a little more deeply. And I know there are some of you here with us every Sunday, and it's wonderful. But I would invite you to consider doing the 10 weeks of Alpha as it begins in the fall. And those of you who maybe know somebody who wants to be Catholic or you think might want to be Catholic, to invite them to be with us. Each week, it's a, a meal, it's a presentation, and time for them to talk. And again, this has been very successful in other places, and we want to begin with it in this way, and if we find that it really works, we're going to open it up to the entire parish. For you who are Catholic, to perhaps refresh your faith, and for those who are not, for you to invite them, bring them along, and we'll see what happens. I'd like you to just take a look at a a little bit of a video here, and uh, pay close attention. One of the people that they interview is Matt Marr. We sing some of his songs uh, each week, and uh, a few others who maybe their faces are familiar to you as well. And then truly consider uh, an invitation to others. And if you're inviting somebody else, then at least in this initial situation, you would be able to attend as well. So please think about it. We've got lots of work to do in helping people to know who this Jesus of ours is and to, and to want to be closer not only to him in a relationship but to us as well.
Alpha is a wonderful method to introduce people to a first knowledge of faith. Alpha è annunciare con gioia la, la presenza del Signore Gesù vivo e vero in mezzo al suo popolo. Pope Francis said if the church does not go out and evangelize, it's become sick and turned inwards upon itself. Alpha has given us a very easy method to back up our conviction that this is what we have to do. I think Alpha can do what is since the beginning the most important job for a Christian, bring people to Jesus. The Alpha course is a 10-week introduction course to the Christian faith, open to really anybody. Alpha is very easy to run. You have a meal, then you show a video, and then you have conversation. Our people love to talk. What I saw Alpha do is it provided a communal context in which people could start to once again ask just the fundamental basic questions about life. Mentre prima mi era stato detto che, che Gesù mi amava, con Alpha l'ho provato, l'ho sperimentato. Qualcosa che non avevo mai visto nella mia vita, cioè vedere come Dio si fa verità in mezzo a noi. Alpha is definitely a good way to attract new people to the parish. What's so exciting about Alpha is the love. The love that you see begin to grow in the communities. Abbiamo visto che subito dopo che abbiamo cominciato Alpha c'è stato un cambiamento nel modo di guardarci gli uni gli altri, di accoglierci gli uni gli altri. Sicuramente lo inviterei ad accogliere Alpha ma che ha la capacità davvero di trasformare dal profondo la comunità cristiana e le persone che lavorano dentro questo corso. Alpha helps us to be less afraid and to find joy in bringing people to Jesus.